Hello, everybody, and welcome, finally, at last, to the Century Special of the Weekly Wilson. This is our 100th episode. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. I am your fatigued host, Brian Wilson. And I am your centennial host, Jay Wilson. Oh, man, you're so much more topical. Yep. So, on this episode, to celebrate our 100th episode... We've decided, I decided, we are going to talk about hundreds of things. And I don't mean we're going to talk about hundreds of different things. I mean we're going to talk about groups of 100 of something. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird concept, but I think you'll understand once we get to that portion of the show. But anyways, Jay, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm having a pretty good day, I'd say. Um, I was talking to a friend about it earlier today, Devin, friend of the pod. And, uh, you were talking. You were talking about your day earlier today. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, okay. you know, some metacognition, um, midway checkpoint. Yeah, I was saying, you know, it feels like a pretty normal day, like not super great, not super bad, because like you know, sometimes you feel spontaneously really good, sometimes you feel spontaneously really bad. But then today just sort of felt like I was putting in the legwork and making it like a really like medium good day. Like there wasn't anything that made it good or bad, but I just like was kind of making it medium good. Okay. Yeah. And I think I built on that momentum. And I think by the end, I think we're in the solidly good to above good day. <laughs> okay. Above good. I'm a second half player. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm having a good day. Um, and that's, I'm sticking to it. That's my story. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty early in my day because I didn't wake up till like 3 30. Yeah. Um, and it is now eight. So I guess I'm four and a half hours in. Mm. That's a, I guess it's probably like mid morning by now. Yeah. Noonish for yeah. me, middle of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, noon really isn't the middle of the day, based on when most people get up. It's, no, always, but it's always bothered me a little bit. If you wake up at 6, it's closer. Even if you wake up at 6, you're probably not going to bed till 8? 10, maybe. 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's still not even close. It's like... If you want it to be the middle of the day, you got to be getting up... you got to be, like, getting up at 4 and going to bed at 6. No, 8. Get up at 4, bed at 8, maybe? Yep, that makes it the middle. Yeah, I can do eight hours of sleep. Therefore, I'm lobbying that everyone should start getting up at four so that noon can be the middle of the day. Mm. Well, Brian, um, I actually did have some things happen to me this week that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, the first thing is what happened directly after our, the conclusion of our last episode. Um, so immediately following that recording, I was already late for plans. We recorded early specifically for me so that I could go to wine night with Kelly and her chemical engineering friends. Okay. Um, so then I was furiously searching the room, the, the kitchen room, the food room, um, for things I could eat. Mm-hmm. And quickly locked in on some leftover spaghetti. So I heated that up with some sauce. Solid choice. And then quickly uh, fried up three eggs, put that on top of the spaghetti. Because I, I was ravenous. I, needed, I was just in calorie-seeking mode. Um, <laughs> so then I made this quick dinner, and I put on my shoes, and I was on my way. Till the daddy rolled up in a Chevrolet. Um, but then, <laughs> uh, no, so we, so we start walking to wine night. I don't even think I showered. Um, but I did apply a second coat of deodorant. Crucial. Um, all right, so th- that'll suffice. So then I'm walking down the street of Clifton with a bowl of spaghetti with eggs on it. Oh, to-go meal. I, I made it, and I put on my clothes, and I was on my way. Um, but then <laughs> we turned the first corner, like, 20 feet out of our house. And um, we see another couple, 
and it's Kelly's chemical engineering friend, Dre. And then he's like, oh, hey, Kelly, this is my girlfriend, uh, Ashley. And then I was like, ah, pleased to meet you, Dre and Ashley. <laughs> like, this is my street spaghetti. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was just kind of funny. Oh, so you'd never met them before. No, I met these people as I was slurping spaghetti on the sidewalk. Interesting. Great first impression. <laughs> like, can't wait to go drink wine with you two. Um, but so then, um, were you like dressed nice for wine night? I, or? I was wearing an uh open button up shirt, so not really. Okay. But um, it wasn't. It was a solid color shirt. It wasn't flannel. So. Okay. That yeah, that feels more formal. But it was flannel material. Is flannel material or a pattern? See, I don't know. Because <laughs> it was flannel material, but not flannel pattern. If you feel me. I've used it both ways. I think how it's used colloquially today, mm-hmm. it's a pattern. Fair. Because um, real flannel material is hard to come by. Yeah. But anyhow, so that was just funny, and I thought it was worth mentioning that the podcast caused me to eat spaghetti on the sidewalk and then immediately be forced to like interface with somebody who I was going to spend an evening with while I was eating spaghetti on the sidewalk. <laughs> um yeah, sounds like a classic Wilson situation. Yeah, and then I prepared far too much spaghetti. So then I like ate a decent amount of it, got full, and then I left like a third bowl of spaghetti just like around during wine night. <laughs> <laughs> just on your friend's counter. Yeah, but then uh, by the end of wine night, I was hungry again, and I finished off the spaghetti. So it was, it was good. <laughs> sounds like you navigated the night perfectly, yeah, they, honestly. They were all... Like everyone can be like, who's this weird guy with spaghetti? But you were perfectly sated the whole night. Yeah, I do want to go on record and say that Kelly did at one point ask for a bite of spaghetti while we were at wine night. <laughs> she said, yeah. and she immediately said, I forgot there were eggs in there. That was kind of gross. <laughs> i mean did uh did anybody give you any shade for it or like comment on your road spaghetti at all no like i don't know i feel like i was in like meeting new people mode and i feel like i don't know if you do this but i kind of like i really turn it on when i'm meeting new people i don't know if i do it Uh intentionally but i just like like i enjoy meeting new people so i feel like i put on more of a show like i'm more i'm rambunctious when i'm with a bunch of folks um because i don't know i feel like if there's one loud personality in a room it like makes everybody else loosen up a little bit like i'm cool to be the sidewalk spaghetti guy if everyone else can have a nice evening (laughs) um someone's got to do it yeah so um, like the whole night i was just like so how does this one pair with spaghetti and then (laughs) but but anyhow so that was fun it was a great evening um do you have any wine that pairs well with eggs egg spaghetti um no but so that was fun um egg wine after my long run on saturday i tried udf chocolate milk at the recommendation of the guy i was on a run with mm-hmm. his name's bobby um and i don't know if you've had that before but it is very good i can't remember if i have i know i got their ice cream a lot it's called serious chocolate milk or like milkshakes Ooh. okay okay it's like one percent low-fat chocolate milk and i had to buy a quart because i didn't have the smaller containers so i was just sipping on a quart Pints. of chocolate milk and uh, it was really, really good. I was really glad I bought it. I think I still prefer um, Fair Life. Like, this one was, like, okay, a yeah. good, different flavor. But, like, in terms of everything you get from milk, I, Fair Life, it's, like, creamy. It's thick. It's really chocolatey. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. the whole package for me. Fair, yeah, Fair Life's on another level. The other two chocolate milks I've had in my day are when I lived in Idaho, I had potato milk. Yeah. Which... 
is actually just it's just normal milk, but they mix in potato like starch? powdered potato. Yeah, to make it like uh, thicker, yeah. creamier. Yeah, so that was really good. And then one time at the Driftwood, Ryan uh, got chocolate pea milk, and yeah, that was that was pretty. Cream. It was creamy, but like in kind of a weird, different way. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a little too pee forward for me. <laughs> Try to live my life pee forward. Um. But <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, so that was just a that was that was a small note. Um. Another thing is that I I I, fe- I believe I was porch pirateered. This uh porch pirate. Really? Yeah. Somebody stole packages off my porch. I'm pretty sure. What What did you get stolen? Well, one Kelly's birthday present. Oh, that's dumb. which was totaling about like, well, I, I'm, you know what? Whew, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say how much it was, Brian. Um, but, uh, an annoying amount of money, and then also I had bought curtains, <laughs> and I uh-huh. received the curtains just fine. Curtain rod stolen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I'm just like, all right, like cool, dude. Like you just got this, like very specific gift that I was getting for my girlfriend and a shower rod or like a curtain rod. <laughs> like, yeah, nice, like score, man. Like stole, yeah, like I hate people, a medium amount of money from a poor college student in the form of yeah. a sh- freaking curtain rod. <laughs> so then I, it was probably, yeah, it was probably some high schooler. Freaking Hughes. So you got all the high schools around Cincinnati. Yeah. Gotta love Clifton. Mm-hmm. I think there's some recourse for stolen packages. Like I can file with Amazon, but I need it. I need the stuff by the 21st, so I, I I ordered it again today to an Amazon locker near here, so that I have to walk to get it. Okay. But not gonna get stolen this then time. Then it won't get burgled. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. I never thought about that angle of Amazon lockers. Because yeah. it provides more security if yeah. you live in a city. Yeah, but I've never had a problem with stuff getting stolen around here. Been living here for five years. Yeah, yeah. maybe you've just been lucky. Maybe. I mean, it is Clifton. I was pissed, <laughs> and also they gave me a time window of when they would be here, and I like waited to, for the window. It didn't come during the window, and then I was like, "Oh, guess it's not coming uh, during the window," and then never got it. So like, I blame Amazon. <laughs> That's dumb. Um, I wonder too. Does that count as a uh, tampering with the postal service? Though mm, it's like delivered just... third party, like Amazon delivers it, so that's not USPS. Okay. Oh, you only USPS is a felony. Like FedEx isn't a felony. I can't imagine. I mean, it's like government. Like it's a federal crime because it's a government agency. I'd imagine, right? I guess I don't know. I was just talking to someone about this at work recently because I know we've talked about it before. How it's just so funny that like felonies are like murder, like treason, stuff like that. Mail. There's <laughs> messing with the post office. <laughs> It's just like very early on, they were like, no, guys, seriously, if we want society to work, we have to not mess with this. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, that was just frustrating. But um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, another note, and I think the final note that I'll touch on is that last night I dreamt, I, I've been having a lot of wild dreams, like very vivid dreams. And it, like, even from last night, I've forgotten most of what my dream was about. Um. But I remembered one specific detail that was really stressing me out, and it was that I thought I had left my car in Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So, in the dream, right, I'm in Central America, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, on a Naturally. trip, and then, like, at one point, we're gonna go nearby to Atlanta. I don't know why it was nearby in the dream. 
But mm-hmm. then a friend of mine was just like, oh, don't rent a car. I'll drive Jay's car down to Guatemala and then we'll use his car. And then I was like, oh, sick. And then like in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, like the Florida Keys like form a chain that like then goes in a land bridge to Guatemala. Like <laughs> you can't get to Guatemala by driving unless you go through Mexico, I guess. But uh, there was a land bridge in my dream. And they, like, basically, I remember then, like, finishing the trip and, like, but we finished by, like, flying back home. So then I was at Mm -hmm. home and I was like, wait a minute. Shit, guys. My car is still in Guatemala. Like, I need it back. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then, like, I was, like, half waking up. And I it was one of those things where, like, you know, when you wake up from a dream, you're just like, oh, wait, that was a dream. And then, like, dream you who's still, like, partially dreaming is, like. No, no, no. That part wasn't a dream. Your car is really in Guatemala. And I was just like, dang it. You're right. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was like really concerned about like how I was going to get to Guatemala. And I was like, that's going to take forever. Like, I really need my car. <laughs> um, and like, I remember talking over the logistics. Like, my friend was just like, oh, yeah, you know, right after you get past the land bridge, like that first parking lot, you can look and see if it's there. Then I like looked on <laughs> looked on Google Earth at like Guatemala, and I was like, "Yep, there's my car." <laughs> it, this was all in your dream. All in the dream, yeah. I was like, "Man, I'm not looking you forward went on to Google going Maps to in your my... dream." <laughs> yeah, to look to look at the land bridge and find the parking yeah. lot. Yeah, and then today I was just like, "Let me see what the situation with Guatemala is." And I looked on maps, and I was just like, "I mean, like, I'm shocked that my brain was that close to where Guatemala is." <laughs> But, like, it wasn't that close, and there's no land bridge. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, boy. But, like, the, the keys are reasonably, like, near and in the direction of Guatemala. So I was like, how? I've been playing too much Worldle that, like, my geography is getting that intense. Yeah. In what crevice of your brain was that information I don't know, stored man. It was like a, this dream? <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I bet you if you asked me where Guatemala was, I probably would have said, like, Central America, but... um. I I would not have been able to conjure up that good of a map, but like I had like yeah. probably like a seventy-five to eight, like percent accurate map in my head in my dream that I like conjured up, and it's like is this you what projected into Google Maps? Yeah, yeah, like what what is going on with brains? But anyhow, I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, what is going on with brains? Well, am I right? Hey, what's the deal with brains? <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends at work just showed me, have you heard of this, like, uh, what is it, Open AI? Oh, yeah, the chat GTI or whatever. Yeah, it's like the new big thing, chat apparently. GTP? Yeah, uh, Rhett and Link did a podcast where they were just, like, talking to it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing that was going on in the world. I also was recently made aware that um, weather balloons have been a hot topic lately. No, Brian, spy balloons have been a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, either way. I caught that one Everyone's almost like, yeah, they... as it was happening because I was watching Fox News as I was doing warm-up and cool-down miles at the Cedarville Indoor Track Meet. Okay. Like, they just had Fox News on, and I was like, oh, there's, like, a giant spy balloon, I guess? Like, I had to decipher it without yeah. any sound <laughs> and just, like, the inflammatory headlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so Fox was reporting about the like, commies spying on us from weather balloons. It was like, what was it? It was like... Joe Biden refuses to shoot down spy balloon, and I'm just like, what? What's going on, guys? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but, yeah, I was at work and people were like, hey, they shot down another weather balloon. And I was like, why are we shooting down weather balloons? <laughs> like, what's happening in the world? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been very aware of how unplugged from the world I am recently. Yeah, it's um, pretty easy. Like, I feel like I hear, like, it's, I feel like I get news the same way that people in, like, the, like, 1400s did. Like, I just hear, like, murmurings around, like, from yeah. people. And then I'm just like, I'm starting to hear about, like, I like, because with the weather balloon thing, I saw that earlier. And then, like, I remember I was hearing folks around being like, oh, yeah, they're, like, popping up everywhere. Like, there's more of them. Like, we, people don't know who's making them. And, like, I was just like, oh, man, I, w- I wonder who's behind the spy balloons. Like, this is this is pretty wild. There's, like, we think North Korea. I'm just like, you think it could be North Korea? And, like, we're all just, like, <laughs> like no basis. I have not researched anything. And I just, like, start hearing things. Yeah, it's literally, like, in Game of Thrones when they go to Flea Bottom and you hear the people just talking to each other. They're like, well, I heard the queen was sleeping with her brother. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know, nice. man. But, anyhow. Do you got anything yeah. for the week you want to talk about? Pretty, uh, yeah, pretty chill week for me. It was just work again, obviously, still on the outage grind. Yeah. Had a couple really slow days where, like, nothing was going on, so I, like, knocked out a good chunk of my taxes, um, and then had a couple days where it was, like, a lot was going on, and it was really stressful, and then uh, last night was actually nothing for the whole time until the very end we had to do something very important, and then I hadn't actually ended up having to, like, stay late. So instead of 12 and a half, I worked 13 and a half yesterday. And then the very important thing we needed to do, we ran into an issue and ended up having to, like, stop halfway and then undo everything that we had done so that we could, like, fix the issue we ran into and then start it over. Uh So... It was a lot of nothing and then trying to do something and then having to undo it. And then I left and I was like, well, I just feel like I completely failed today. Yeah. But now I get my night off. So that's nice. And by the time I get back in, they should be just about done putting everything back together. And then we just have to pack boxes. I love it. (laughs) Remember all my box packing from the last time I I was here? We were able to we were able to kind of do it like a little bit at a time. Like when we were finished with a box, if we had a gap of time, we would pack the box and then get it off the floor. So we've been like chipping away at it this time. So it shouldn't be as significant. But nice. I'm still expecting to be here for about another week. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And as I told you before the podcast, my schedule did get changed. So rather than going straight to another outage, I'm gonna have about a week of free time. So that'll be a nice um, respite. 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 Respite from the outage life. Yeah, if, I'll but if you're like, with Sydney, if you're gonna spite we... somebody for the second time, like after previously forgiving them, then you might respite them. <laughs> respite them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll be able to reunite with Sydney. We'll do some gallivanting in Wilmington and Ohio. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we might get some face to face contact. Cross through Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I actually I don't think I'll actually put my face on your face, but we can have uh, yeah. Some, yeah, some, we can see each other in the flesh. You know what would be really great is if at some point you could what? just swing by club. Like, even if you're not running, just be like, hey guys, yeah. this is Brian. Because, like, specific, Dude. specifically in that scope, scope, like, there's, like, a handful of guys that remember you. And there's, like, yeah, remember that season, year where, like, Jay's brother was around and we all thought that they were twins? <laughs> and, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Brian. 
I don't know. I'd I'd be willing to damage my meniscus a little bit just to run with you guys. You'd probably be like there for like two park or something. Yeah. Or actually, yeah, I could swing a two park. Next weekend, I'll be at a meet on Saturday. Okay. That'll be in Illinois, though. Hmm. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. But um, um. But if I the one important thing to note is that in I have not run farther than half a mile mm-hmm. or faster than eight thirty pace oh in the past four or five weeks so could could be a rude awakening but i did i had a dream that i ran six miles and was completely fine so i think that's an omen that's awesome well brian from what i heard (laughs) is it awesome (laughs) i mean like you get to you dreamt it (laughs) yeah but uh no if i'm being entirely honest i was more focused on the sentence that was on the horizon um which was roasting you. Which sentence? The sentence that was on the horizon. Like the next thing I was going to say, I was like waiting for you to stop talking so okay. that I could say my thing. Uh-huh. Um, gotcha. Which is, uh, what was it? The hurdler from Brazil? What's his name? Dos Santos? Dos Santos. Didn't he, t- he just tore his meniscus, I think. Did he? Yeah. Well, I didn't hear about it at the tavern, so I didn't, it no. wasn't in my news. He's out for eight, eight to 12 day. weeks. He's going to be back for Worlds. Okay. So what I'm saying if you is can come back from a torn yeah. meniscus in eight to twelve weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> what am I doing? He's over about here? to be almost. I was like barely even torn. Yeah, he's about to be almost the best in the world at something again in eight to twelve weeks, even though he can't run right now. Yeah. So like, get your head out yeah, of your but ass. He might also have more resources. <laughs> Maybe some. I mean, he's in Brazil. He That's is in like Brazil, a third world country, yeah. right? Um, I think actually there is some. Some shit going down in South America. My friend, uh, Devin's not going to Peru anymore. Um, but basically, Brian, um, not that, that wasn't the way to start that sentence. I have another big thing to say if you, if you were open to it. Wait, I, I've got a big thing though. I, I played, uh, I played my weekly round of disc golf this morning and I was, uh, two strokes better than last week. So we're improving in the disc golf realm. Okay. Now you can say your thing. Well, I just want you to remember that you said, wait, no, I also have a big thing when I say my big thing. Because my big thing is that, are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Bronson is engaged. What? Yeah. (laughs) Why is he not on here for the 100th? That should be the 100th episode special is that Bronson's engaged. You know what? I didn't think of that. If I would have checked my messages sooner, maybe. But, um, because... Breaking news. I got the message on Tuesday, but I found out today because I didn't check that group thread till now. <laughs> oh, jeez. So then I was Do you think like, Bronson's going to invite me to his wedding? I would be shocked. <laughs> it would be hilarious if he did. Um, <laughs> well, he might not invite me just to re-spite me. He might. He might. <laughs> but I, I really hope he does. I think that would be great. Um... But anyhow, I hope he doesn't, and then I can crash it. Yeah, I mean, in reality, you'd know like almost no one. Yeah, I know. I will <laughs> not be upset if I'm not invited to Bronson's wedding. <laughs> but um, anyhow, so that was because no wild. one should ever get upset for not being invited to a wedding. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, yeah, just that was another announcement. I don't know if I have the authority to announce that via podcast, but oh yeah, I've I've gotten in trouble for those kinds of things. Well, I mean, like, who cares in my circle that he wouldn't have already told? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of our 20 listeners, I don't think there's anyone on his list of important people to tell. Unless it was, like, really secret, and he's just like, this is just going to be our thing for a little while, then it could be bad. Yeah. We'll run it by him before we post the podcast. If you're listening to this, 
If if you're listening to this, you can know that it was with Bronson's approval. Yeah. But that, or I can just cut out this whole section. Yeah. Anyhow, um, you want to talk about some hundreds? Yeah, let's talk about hundreds of things. How do we? Where, where do we go from here, Brian? <laughs> oh, forward is the only way. Oh, man. All right, so in this section, we're going to talk about, like I said before, hundreds of things, which is not hundreds of different topics. Um, it's We're going to kind of be like a word association game where we'd say a hundred of this, and then we're just going to talk about it and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So some might be short, some some will most definitely be stupid, but some might actually be intriguing and warrant some interesting conversations. So... Yeah. That's what we're doing for our 100 episode special. I thought of this idea. It took me about 10 minutes to come up with two days ago. So we put a lot of thought into this as we always do. 10 minutes, also known as 100 tenths of a minute. 100 tenths of one. Okay, yeah. (laughs) 100. Whatever. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, do you want to start with a stupid one? (laughs) Yeah, give me a stupid one. Okay. 100 calories. Okay. What do you think, Brian? Like those little. Little snack packs, right? There are little snack packs. packs. I accrued a list of 100 calorie snacks. Did you? Wow, yeah. you went way in on this already. <laughs> I I got hung up on the 100 calorie snacks when I was taking notes today. and <laughs> That's the only note you have. <laughs> I, I They're all from the same list, so if you just type all these into Google, you'll probably be forwarded to the same website. But um, I yeah. uh, got about 12, I think. 1, 2, 3, 12. Okay, 12. So... In order to get a thousand calories, you need to drop two of these snacks. Okay. So you got. We're not so picking you, our you favorites. Could... We're not ordering them. You just need to pick the two ones that you're not eating. <laughs> okay. And then this would be half of your day's food. Half your day's food. You'd eat it in early in the day, and then you wait, and then you eat it in the later half of the day. Eat it before noon. Yes, before noon and afternoon. Um, eleven fifty nine. If you wake up at four. <laughs> If you wake up at four, you can eat these snacks before noon, yeah. and you're on track. Anyhow, Brian. Okay. First one: half a cup of slow churned ice cream, or as I typed it in my notes, so sow chummed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does slow churning it give it less calories? I don't know. <laughs> and half a cup, so that's like a little bit of ice cream, but it's that's like a good start. That's a good snack. Five tablespoons, I'd say. Yeah. Um, okay. How much ice cream do you think you eat in a regular sitting? I'd, I'd say, say probably one and a half cups. Two cups, maybe, two. maybe yeah. Probably two. Okay. So you're saying, so that'd be 400 calories if we ate two cups? Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um, All right. What about this, Brian? Number two. S- six cups of popcorn. Wow. Okay, that's that's a good snack. I think that's this is probably like bad snack. popcorn. Like unsalted, unbuttered, That's unflavored. what I got to imagine, Brian. This is like a healthy website. Yeah. But you know me, I'm just about the nutrients. I don't really care about the flavor. Yeah, that's really... I need, I need fuel for the furnace. When you guys, like, make your microwave popcorn without anything on it, that makes me want to, like, end popcorn as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to have any more for me. It's just not... It's like you're eating... put a little bit of oil in there. Uh, put a little bit of oil, a little bit of salt. Zooey mama. <laughs> but anyhow... All right, go it's on. It's probably like coconut oil, you freaking <laughs> vegans. Um, but anyways... 
Um, next one. Half cup of cottage cheese with cantaloupe slice. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're vegans, so we're not using olive oil. We're using coconut oil. Yeah. But olives have feelings. Um, I think Do I've overlooked... Not? No. They're soulless. Um, so, co- uh, cr- cottage cheese, I think I have not explored enough in my lifetime. Have you? Yeah. I mean, coconuts are pretty empty on the inside. It's a versatile... Uh, Brian, I'm talking about cottage cheese now. <laughs> it's a versatile... doing a back and forth kind of thing. It's a versatile sludge. I think that's their tagline. Yeah, <laughs> sit. <laughs> a versatile sludge. Cottage cheese. A versatile sludge. Because, like, I've seen people put salt and pepper on it. I've seen people put peaches on it. Yeah. Eat it straight. As different as you can get. Mainline it. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, Sydney just... Sydney's been coming around to cottage cheese okay. in the recent weeks. Anyways, I gotta go faster on these. We'll just stop with the funny ones. Three crackers with cheese. That's ridiculous. <laughs> three three that crackers wasn't, like the cheese. third one on the list you're saying three crackers with three pieces three of crackers cheese. with cheese <laughs> that's 100 calories some of the numbers on here get pretty wild brian we got 14 almonds <laughs> <laughs> no more no less <laughs> we have six whole grain pretzel sticks the big ones no i think like the medium length ones like the little one Okay, no, because I'm thinking, like, when you get a bag of pretzel sticks, they're, like, the two-inch ones. The twisties. But then there's, like, the six-inch... No, I'm talking, like, thin two-inch sticks, No, like, the twisty pretzel sticks, they're, like, this long. You know? The whole grain ones. They're, like, two two bands twisted together. Oh, okay. Those guys. Okay. That's what I'm picturing. Six of those. A baked apple. (laughs) 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 Which, like, begs the question... Regular apple? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but then uh, eight baby carrots with hummus. Okay, with hummus. Because I bet you could eat 100 baby carrots and that would be 100 calories. Fun little tie back to Bronson. That man once fit 30 baby carrots in his mouth. <laughs> so That's how he won his mate. Approximately 300 calories of carrots in one mouthful. Um... <laughs> Uh, yogurt with sunflower seeds. Interesting. Shelled, I assume. I don't. wait, but also, I, right? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this yogurt for birds? <laughs> I've never heard of anyone doing that before, and I never would have thought of that as a an idea. I could see Dad doing this. No, actually, I couldn't see Dad doing this. I can't even hates, see that. He hates crunchy things and smooth things. Yeah, exactly. Dad is okay. a one texture man. I'll say that. <laughs> um, not that he only likes one texture, just one texture at one a texture time. time. One texture at a time. He doesn't want to be get conflicting signals. Um, next one, uh, half baked potato with salsa. So there's a lot to unpack in that one. Want no, first, you're discarding half a potato. Second, you're putting salsa on it. <laughs> I think you can save the other half for later. But I was also thinking, could you bake an entire potato halfway and get the same results? Maybe. Um, they are less nutritious. Is the when potato you don't half bake baked? They they increase in calories or like at least usable calories when you bake them. Okay, like that's just how food mm. works, I guess. So yeah, if you half bake a whole potato, well, actually, wait, you're you're reading the Martian okay. right now. Finished. Finished. Yeah, he talks about the potato thing. Yeah. Anyways, um, twenty pistachios. Mm. That's a good one. That's a that's does that a good count snack. the calories that you burn breaking open the pistachios? Doubtful. Um, also glad to see that the wonderful pistachios brand has wised up and started selling shelled pistachios. 
Oh, yeah. For, like, three times the price, right? I mean, yeah, but there's also, like, a lot more pistachio meat in those ones. Yeah. Can you... Do they have pistachio shelling machines? Is that a kitchen contraption I can get? Uh, they probably have those... I don't know if they don't have industrial... If they have, like, kitchen top pistachio shellers. I wonder if they have an industrial one. I'd be interested to see how that works. Yeah. Because I just imagine they have, like, warehouses full of children shelling pistachios. Probably. Um, but are you ready for the last snack? Yeah. Smoked salmon pinwheel. Pinwheel? Yeah, Brian. I mean, I was just like, I, I was periodically skipping ones that weren't that funny or that just were uninteresting to uh-huh. me. But then I got to the end of the list and it was like smoked salmon pinwheel. And I was just like, all right. You guys were saying like some pistachios or like cheese and crackers. And they're like smoked salmon pinwheel. Three crackers. You, you guys know about those, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what a smoked salmon pinwheel is, but uh, I thought that was funny. So which two are you dropping? Yeah, right off the top, yogurt and sunflower seeds. Yeah, that although one... I am curious, I don't want to waste one of my ten snacks on it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I think I'm either skipping the uh, six whole grain pretzel twists, mm-hmm. just because I don't know those are kind of bland, and six isn't really enough to get anything done but yeah. then also i as much as i love crackers and cheese i want to kind of skip the three crackers and cheese because that's just gonna leave me wanting yeah i think i'm dropping six cups of popcorn because that seems like annoying um and then I feel like six cups of popcorn is gonna be like the one of my cornerstone no that's that one's dumb uh and then i might skip the almonds because like yogurt with sunflower seeds you're still getting yogurt yeah almonds are kind of dumb too um, Kelly's gonna be. Livid I mean, if you're only getting part of the of podcast, <laughs> why? Because that that woman is. America runs on Duncan, but Kelly Nutty runs on almonds. For almonds? <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, no, almonds are delicious, but I'm assuming these are plain almonds, which I do also like. But how many almonds? Fourteen. Fourteen almonds. Well, I'm keeping the almonds for sure. <laughs> you can put them in the yogurt with the sunflower seeds. Um. But. Yeah, how, yeah, how, which of these could we combine? Could you thicken up the yogurt with the cottage cheese? That's gross. Um, anyways, moving on. This segment already lasted too long. Um, (laughs) all right, yeah. You said that was a dumb one, but that was actually a really good one. 100 calories. I like it. Yeah. Hit me Um, with one, Brian. I have, uh, 100 bottles of beer on the wall, which I know is usually 99, but we missed that opportunity on our 99th episode, so I just decided to squeeze it up to 100 bottles of beer on the wall. So now we're gonna play that? Yeah, now we're gonna sing the whole song. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no uh is that a game do you play it the way i do it yeah <laughs> is the game to like see who can endure the song the longest i guess it's like not losing track maybe i don't know it's just dumb it have sucks. you ever sung that song it... all the way down to yeah, zero we did it in an airport because we were menaces to society <laughs> like we were like why that's when you that's when you yell at your children like <laughs> yeah was any but were there adults around nearby enough to yell at us? Because they should have. Like we didn't know better. We were having. We I don't even think we were having fun. Even we knew it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were like we started. We got to finish it now. Yeah, I don't know. But also, like our dad is the guy yeah. who restarted Alice's restaurant every time we said anything. Yeah. So I think maybe he has. I baked mean, in a little bit to his personality. <laughs> yeah, we could we could be that kind of dad. We could, yeah. Well, Easy. Dad, like, can tune it out um, so well. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, too. Like, ha- <laughs> no offense, but growing up with you as a little brother, <laughs> I think, gave me the the incredible level of patience that I have today. There you go. It was a gift. 
Um, and I think I think my patience is one of my best virtues at this phase of my life. Yeah, I'm kind of done talking about this one. But uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. What do you? I guess a hundred bottles of beer. I mean, we drink them eventually. Oh yeah, I guess like life, okay, right? we talk about more symbolically. <laughs> Like how long do you, th- how many instances do you think it takes you to drink a hundred beers? How many in like drinking instances? Probably at least like 12. Yeah. I guess if I'm going all out on a night, I'm having like maybe eight. You ever do like a case so, race? Yeah, 12, 13 ish. That's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen I, a new thing. I think there's a different name for the game, but it's like you set up a ginormous pong game and like you fill up five of the cups, I think all the way. But then the rest of them are just like filled a pong amount, but all with actual beer. And then you just make it like a mm-hmm. whole, each side has a whole case of beer in it. Wow. And you just play for like yeah, that a couple fun. hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it could be a fun like party thing, depending on how many people are coming, to just get like 100 beers. And like, we got 100 beers, we're drinking them all. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, how much beer do we go through at a Punanza? Hmm, at least like 50. Like 60? Yeah. yeah, so if we just all really doubled down, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna if lie. If we to did you, a pre punanza, I feel pretty maxed on those punanzas. We'd have to like start early. Yeah, we'd have to approach it tactically. Yeah, which like that's one thing. That but we, then we don't shy away from over drinking on vacation, but we never like buckle down like we like I have in college before, where it's like, all right, we're on a mission. Yeah. Hmm. But and then I just think back to like frat parties, which granted that's a whole house yeah. of people, like probably a hundred people. But there's got to be like a thousand at least beers. a thousand beers getting yeah. consumed at those parties. <laughs> All right. The Anyways, a thousand beers. You want to do another one? Uh, yeah. The I night got, of a thousand beers. I got one. Um, here's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I can't decide whether or not to do silly ones or like not silly ones. Um, but let's do a hundred milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> okay. So how much my, caffeine is in a cup of coffee? Like about sixty. So this to me represents like going for a second cup of coffee. Okay. I don't know. This if, seems very uh very <laughs> very menial. But Brian, have you ever done that? Gone for a second cup of coffee? Yeah. I mean, I rarely go for the first cup of coffee. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you know this zone. I don't think I do. You never had a second cup of coffee? You don't think? I don't think so, actually, yeah. Brian never has a second cup of coffee. Maybe at, at work. I think I've done it during <laughs> one of my co-ops when, like, the coffee's free and I'm bored out of my mind. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go get more coffee. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's probably the most often when I do it. But, like, w- when it's something of your own volition, like, I, especially when I'm on college time and I'm, like, doing stuff throughout the day, bebopping around, sometimes I'll go for the second cup of coffee. Um, and usually it'll be like, oh, I had my coffee at home, now I'm on campus and Crossroads is here. Oh, I'm getting another cup of coffee. Or, like... Got my coffee in the morning, working after in the afternoon, and I'm a little sluggish. I'm just like, oh, let me, I'll, I'll do another cup of coffee. And it's always like a spur of the moment thing. I'm always excited about it. And then it changes up my day mm-hmm. because then I'm like wired. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. it's like instant enthusiasm dump. And I'm just like, there's an equal chance of me like laser beaming in on some work or like doing something random for like 30 minutes. And not doing what I intended to at all. But, like, it changes the vibe significantly. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way, you're saying. Like, I get louder, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not a good thing. Maybe. I don't know. I think it just, it's, it's, the second cup of coffee 
Brian, is when you can tell that it's just like a federally legal stimulant drug. Yeah. The uh, the 100th milligram really gets you. Yeah, it really does. You can tell, your body can tell. Um, okay, so here's my analog for this, and it kind of takes me down another path for how we could expand on this. So I went through a big five-hour energy phase. I don't know if you're aware of this. Really? Yeah, well, Dad used to order stuff from somewhere that like every... Thing you bought from them came with a free five-hour energy. I remember that phase. I didn't always give a big me. phase. Well, it wasn't a big phase, but like if I was tired, I would take a five-hour energy, and they were amazing. But it got to the point that I was like, a full five-hour energy is too much, so I would drink half of a five-hour energy. Yeah, and I was like, all I need is two and a half hours yeah. of energy. But I just pulled it up. So the original five-hour energy, one of them has 215 milligrams. So by drinking half, I was right about at that 100 milligram mark. There you go. So that's interesting. So this leads me to expand upon that, which is what if you did 100 hour energy since it's our 100th episode? <laughs> oh, jeez. So you'd be drinking 20 of them, which would put you at 4,000 milligrams of caffeine. That's far more than the lethal dose of caffeine. <laughs> is it? Yeah. You, What's ca- the lethal dose? Caffeine can kill you. Like if, I don't know. Let's find, the, what is the lethal dose? Because it's not that much. Like, there's a... um, What the FDA considers a toxic dose is, like, a lot lower than you um, than you think. Okay. okay and let's see. One five-hour energy is two fluid ounces. So 20 of them would be 40 fluid ounces. And is a 40... Is a 40 40 fluid ounces? Uh, yeah. 40 so ounce you'd be drinking a 40 of five-hour energy. That way And that would be 100-hour energy. A 40... <laughs> Just a 40, you go to the gas station and you see a, there's like the Colt 45 and like the 40 ounce Budweiser and then next to it is 100 hour energy. Jeez. Okay, I think what so is what's it? they're the saying, a lethal dose of caffeine, most people says, is about 10 grams. All this varies. It's a thousand milligrams. So that's a thousand milligrams, right? Yeah. Okay, so 100 hour energy would be 4,000 milligrams. So. <laughs> yeah. But Brian, uh, so maybe we're not gonna market that one. You know, Bang Energy. Mm-hmm. How many milligrams of caffeine do you think are in that? Ooh, it's an energy drink, I guess. So, um, 300? 300 milligrams of caffeine. So that's one and a half five-hour energies. Yeah. Or four cups of coffee, five yeah, cups of insane. coffee. And Brian, like, I have heard stories of people who just like, like they'll drink a uh, cold brew concentrate, and they've uh-huh. like. Like their sight will go out. Oh boy! Like they look like, oh That's wow, I like have too much caffeine. Like I'm bad things are happening to my body. Like it's not good for you. I'm going <laughs> blind. Yeah, it is a drug, believe it or not. Yeah, as long as you microdose, it's fine. Yeah. Um, because then there are people that walk around. People drink a whole pot of coffee in a day. Yeah. Build up the tolerance. Yeah. Maybe they could take a hundred hour energy. Yeah. What lay one on me, Brian? We're done with caffeine. All right, I've got a uh, the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, I want I want your take on this because I was thinking like the Billboard Hot 100 is that like the list that people go to now to see if a song is successful? Like I think how many it, weeks you have on the top 100? I believe so. Does that account That's for like worldwide? That's like the de facto list. I think they have different genres, but I think just like the Billboard Hot 100 is like mm-hmm. all of it everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you hear about like the top 10 all the time. I feel like if you actually pull it up, maybe scroll through the top 20 or 30. But I'm like, do you think it's anyone's like biggest achievement that they hit like number 96? Probably, yeah. 
like if you get down to the bottom, like the numbers 90 to 100, do you think those are still like really great songs? I mean, it's like, I don't know that like necessarily it's a measure of great songs. It's a measure of song popularity. Um, yeah. But I imagine right, like, yeah. those ones are having at least some commercial success. Um, yeah. Like, do you think those people are making a living making music? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you need to be nearly as successful to make a living making music. All right, here we go. I want. I just pulled up the top, uh, top 100. What is this? Billboard Hot 100 singles in the United States. Well, I don't know if I want it to be singles. I just want songs. Oh wait, no. I I googled 100 hot singles first. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was going to pull up my uh um my time card or my my pay stub from last week and to do that we go to our the hr website for ge which is one hr.com mm-hmm. and i accidentally typed in on her.com <laughs> like i swapped the h and the e that's funny <laughs> so uh yeah you don't want to do that hmm billboard 200 what that's ridiculous year-end charts okay yeah i think this is it okay yeah i have i have the the hot 100 from 2022 you ready Mm-hmm. So like the top ones, I don't even know these are the top. Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Do you know that song? Probably know it if I heard it. As it was by Harry Styles. Oh, so good. The first one I know is Eat. First, I don't know Harry Styles. You don't know As It Was. The first one I know is I don't know. I might. The first ones I know are four and five, which are Easy on Me by Adele and Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. All right, but now now I'm gonna go to the bottom. There's no way you're gonna know these. And we got. Yeah, I know. Um, number 100 is Circles Around This Town by Marin Morris. Hmm. 99 is One Mississippi by Kane Brown. 98 is Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petros. Hmm. Let me, I'm going to scroll up until I see one that I know. Hmm. A Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives is 89. <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock is 86. Okay, the fact that those are on here makes me kind of feel like it doesn't really mean anything to be on the bottom. I guess if Christmas songs are just going to be on there every year. Yeah. There's a Taylor Swift song at number 76. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I remember... Uh, I, don't really, I don't really have much to add on this one. <laughs> I feel like I looked at this list a few times. I don't know why, but I feel like I might have looked on this list to like find music when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember Dad was saying that like Casey Kasem's... Uh, Bill, like, uh, top 40 countdown would be on Sundays and like he would run home from church to like get put on the radio because he would get there for like the last like 10 or 13 songs and then he would like wait to record his favorites oh yeah I remember him talking about that yeah but anyhow um all right Brian there's a lot of doja cat on here yeah she's big um all right Brian you ready for this one a hundred miles hey smoking out the window by Silk Sonic was 41. Okay, sorry. What'd you say? I said 100 miles. 100 miles. Okay. It's about what two kind weeks. of context are you thinking? Oh, of running? <laughs> yeah, about two weeks of running. Um, but, so in one sense, it's like we've ran many hundreds of miles. Mm-hmm. I say, I've probably ran 10,000 by now. I'm upwards of 20, I know. You're upwards of 20? Oh, wait, so you, you were racing to 20,000. Yes. Okay, so I'd probably say I'm upwards of 15 think, at least. I think I was racing to 20 with yeah. Sean, but I'm, I can't remember now. You're making me doubt myself. Well, anyways, we have, so 100, 100 miles, 
Um, that's like, I guess it's starting to be the upper extent of like the largest distance we would ever run in one sitting if we ever got into that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Would you ever do that? Do you think? I would, if my body could hold together for it, I'm kind of already like, you know how people are like, Oh, don't get old. Your body falls apart. And when you're young, you're like, Oh, I take care of my body. That's not going to happen. I'm already like, Oh man, I might've, they might've been onto something. All these old people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping this is just another phase and that like I'll be able to keep running and take care of my body and run into my old age, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of coming to terms with the fact that I might have to uh yeah, I don't know, get enjoyment from other avenues and physical exercise from other yeah, ways that aren't I think, as destructive to my body. I mean, I think it's a phase. I think that like it might be a thing where like you take a year off from running. Like that's a possibility. You've mm-hmm. never done that. Yeah. But like I don't know. Some people, it's like, I feel like a lot of older runners are just like dealing with stuff eternally. And like, then sometimes it's like, they'll get hurt. And then they'd be like, yeah, this might be the one that puts me out. And like, yeah, but I think that point, like you're, you're very in the future. You're still very young and spry. I think, I think you've had a series of unfortunate mm-hmm. events. Um, yeah. But anyway, well, I'm glad you're optimistic. Yeah. It makes me feel better. Um, I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm, I'm running real fast. <laughs> um, yeah you think you'll run a hundred miles ever it just, just sounds like brutal I, it's like the physical benefits drop out it's like a cool physical feat but like i yeah, don't know i'm not in it for, be- for like benefits of training or like health or anything i'm doing it to prove to myself that i could can do it yeah and it's like i don't know it's like maybe something I you could, want to cheat maybe i couldn't it would almost certainly shorten my running career or like the odds that it leads to an injury are high and like the odds that like and it, it's not a better return on investment like it's like proving a point but like i feel like i could prove anything i ever want to do in running at distances marathon or shorter you know yeah but it's just kind of another thing you can do like i think one of the coolest things in life is training your body to do amazing things and then doing those amazing things yeah. which i guess running a fast mile or a fast 5k is amazing but it's like running 100 miles is amazing in a different way yeah. And you kind of get to the point, it's not necessarily running, it's more like traversing 100 miles continuously mm-hmm. on your own body's power. I just yeah. think that's a really cool thing. Speaking of doing things under your own body's power, what do you think of 100 push-ups? Um, not as hard as people would think, I imagine. I think if you train for a month specifically, you can do 100 push-ups straight, no issues. Really? Depending on your baseline. Well, you're not doing a lot of running these days, Brian. I think you need to like put up or shut up on Maybe this one. Maybe a couple months. Yeah, I mean, I've been lifting. <laughs> 100 push-ups, man. And pelotoning. Your pecs would be popping. Yeah. I don't know, because that's not like a heavy weight thing. That's a endurance thing. You'd get toned at the very... Like, you're, you'd you develop something. Your triceps yeah. would be there. Yeah, but then, then I would just be doing push-ups. No. Like, I'd rather... It'd be a section of your I want to take this time to... I, no, I'm saying if you, like, focused on it, you could knock it out pretty easy. Oh, so <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking this time to oh okay I'm saying this because another podcast I listen to they've been talking about this guy has a program where like I don't know he's just trying to like make people better themselves and like prove to themselves that they can accomplish great things so like one of the things is they take a month or two or I forget what it is but it's like a specific training program that he's like if you're in like generally like good shape mm-hmm. then if you go if you like a approach it this way you can 
be able to do 100 push-ups in a row. I don't know where, like, the, how good the form is, or how, like, uh, how scrutinizing he's, I'm trying to think of the right word, how, like, carefully you're scrutinizing each push-up. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, that's their claim, and I'm like, oh, okay, if they say they can do it, I believe them. Yeah. Well, Brian, um, I have no interest in doing 100 push-ups. Uh, I do want to do more push-ups. For the 100 miles thing, too, a a similar accomplishment that I think is not as hard on your body would be an Ironman, where you swim, bike, run. Yeah, that's cool. I think 100 miles would be harder, though. You have to do a 100-mile bike ride, I think, and then the Ironman. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be the worst part of it. Probably. Um, All right, Brian. Do you have another one? Um, I have 100 cats. Skip. I don't really know about that one. <laughs> what about a hundred days at sea? I have a hundred days at sea. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot. Yeah, I feel like after ten, you'd probably kind of like settle into a, a routine and be fine with it. There's no running. Yeah, no running, just push-ups and like maybe swimming, I guess. Yeah. Although the cruise ship we went on had a had a track on it. Did it? Yeah, it had like a two-lane track on one of the decks. I don't know how long yeah. it was. And then when you're running, it's like you're also kind of like tipping a little bit. Yeah, it's a banked track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How long would ships in the olden times be on, be at sea? Years. If you're taking... Yeah, so you're like, if you can't do 100 days, you're just a pansy. Yeah. But we're soft city folk, Brian. We're colonials. Um, we are. What else? Um... Do I did want to talk about yeah, 100 podcast like, episodes. We can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, how do you how do you feel about I'll this be whole honest, thing we've been doing? Yeah, I still don't feel like we really have it ironed out, honestly. I mean, we definitely do, but it doesn't really feel like it that much. I am reassured by the fact that we often get the feedback from our guests that this is better put together than we they thought that it would be. Yeah, that's usually the feedback that we get. <laughs> When we're like, oh, yeah, so we pause, and this is where we put the jingle. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) Or, like, just the setup and everything. I do, when we have a guest on, I feel like we really know what we're doing as we explain everything to them. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I'm the podcaster, and I'm, like, I mean, (laughs) I feel like what it actually is. I feel like I'm the podcaster, and we're bringing in the guest and teaching them how it works. Yeah. Which, I mean, we have done this. I guess in that phase. We haven't done this for a while. Also, like, it would take, like, four or five days of playing our podcast to get through all of it. Yeah, we put out a lot. Quite a bit of content. (laughs) Yeah. And just thinking about, like, how there's over 600 episodes of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Mm Mm-hmm. They've been doing their podcast for, like, 13 years. (laughs) Yeah. Because, what, we're at two and Two and change, I think, yeah. Two and a... Yeah. Makes sense. It does make sense. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I've gone through phases. Like, sometimes I really freaking hate doing this. Um, not in the sense mm. to, like, talking to you is bad. <laughs> but, like, sometimes it's like, oh, man, like, another, like, evening is kind of shot to hell because of the podcast. And, like... Yeah, sometimes it feels like an obligation. But then other times I'm, like, jacked to do the podcast. And, like, sometimes I come into it not feeling great. And then, like, talking to you, like, makes me feel better. Or, like, I don't know... When you think about how it's changed throughout as well, like, listening back to some early episodes, I feel like it was definitely less podcasty. Like, we, I don't know, it was more, like, it was just you and I talking to each other, and now we're a little more, mm-hmm. like, animated and, like, 
particular about how we deliver stories. Like we kind of make it with an audience in mind. Um, yeah. I don't think we've lost the entire aspect of just you and I talking to each other though. Yeah. We, we still capture that pretty well. Yeah. But like, I don't know. There is something to it where it's like, I've, we've definitely kept in touch better than we did for the, like the three years prior to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I know more about what's going on in your life. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, it's doing everything we intended it to do. Yeah. Um, and now a handful of other people are getting enjoyment out of it too. Yeah. And with like the amount of effort it takes, I w- like, like I feel like I'd be pretty hard pressed to like, for my life to get crazy enough to where I can't pick out two hours in a week. Yeah. I mean, we had a solid six weeks where that exactly did happen, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that was me. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll own that one. I was hoping that by 100 episodes, we would have a little bit more uh, commercial success. I was thinking it would catch on a little bit, maybe. (laughs) Um, Maybe pick up some, like, friend-of-a-friend listeners that are just like, oh, these guys are funny, I'm going to listen. And I guess the biggest accomplishment there was uh, Nick in Alaska. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know know if he's still listening or not, but... uh, Yeah, who the heck knows. But uh, I feel like, I don't know, I think that, like, the amount... It doesn't bother me that we don't have that. And if that was our goal, we could do, we could try a lot harder, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If we would have to make it something that we don't, that we didn't intend it to be to capture a larger audience, I think. Which like, maybe at some point we'll do. And then they'll be like, holy crap, these guys did this for so long before people listened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think if we ever did that, we'd have to like make a spinoff different podcast maybe, but I don't yeah, know. Like, it'd be like yeah. j- j- the Weekly Wilson for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it could be like this the Weekly Wilson Business Insider. This one's for the big bucks. What if we started a new podcast every hundred episodes? So we end this one and now we start a new podcast. Or like it could be like the weekly sellout. <laughs> I don't know. Like Yeah, the weekly sellout. Maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't I've I've been having a good time. I think I've had I'll keep it a hundred with you, Brian. I enjoy doing this podcast. Yeah, me too. I think as the, uh, as the kids say, I think I'll the keep audience tends to. <laughs> I think the audience enjoys the topics when we have. I think some of our best episodes were when we were doing uh, like philosophical topics. Yeah, you know, and then I think guest episodes always go over well. Yeah, people like when it's not us talking. It's true. So maybe we'll have to take that into consideration moving forward into the second century of the podcast. Eh, screw them. Um, what do you... <laughs> do you want to go to emails? Oh, yeah, we got emails. I forgot. That's another thing is I love the listener engagement. And we had a lot and it kind of tapered off, but now it's yeah. kind of making a comeback. Yeah. There's two emails. Which one do you want to read? Mm, I'll read the, uh, the episode 100 ball special. The episode 100 ball special? <laughs> That was, uh, Eli made that the subject line when, uh, he, when he sent me his audio, but I told oh, really? it already. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what, uh, I'll really read the older one. Email. Um, no, there's two. Um, there's one oh, okay. at yeah, go for 2240 it. and there's another one at 1144. I don't know. Anyways, I'll read the long one. Yeah. Okay. Um, greetings, Wilson bros. This one's from, uh. This one's from Carmen. Mm-hmm. All right. Greetings, Wilson bros. Some follow-up. One, I enjoyed your discussion of the word highfalutin. I was hoping you could help 
me put my thoughts into words. One of you essentially said what I was thinking. What I like most about the word, I think, is that the people against whom the word is used as an insult would be unlikely to use the word themselves, possibly because it sounds backwoodsy. Just as you said, it seems like the word should be highfalutin. Highfalutin people would not be caught dropping their G's. <gasps> she wrote gasp. Um, in other words, highfalutin people would not use the word highfalutin because they're too highfalutin. <laughs> when she puts it like that, that's... <laughs> That like, makes me happy. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, of course, this is more conjecture. Someone needs to do Mere the actual conjecture. research. Mere conjecture. Someone needs to do the actual research. I looked up the word in the dictionary, and it says that highfalutin originates in American slang and may come from a combination of high and fluting, with the sound of the flute symbolizing something refined or expensive. <laughs> Two, Dina Washington pronounced Dinah. Uh, thank you, Carmen. Oh, man, <laughs> I blew it. I have not once in my life heard someone say Dinah Washington. And maybe it's just that a lot of my contemporaries aren't listening to Dinah Washington. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you know that's what? Fair. I'm glad to know. I am big on name pronunciation these days, Brian. Because being on a college campus, yeah. I'm with a lot of international students. And a lot of them will say, mm -hmm. oh, this is my name. And then if you get it wrong, they'll just say, oh, just say it like this. And a lot of times they'll give you an Americanized pronunciation or they'll just say a different name, which I feel bad about because it's like, that's their name. It's like their one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's my thing. It's the thing. So like we've been trying to say all these different names the right way or like when people ask me, I'll be like, hey, how like really like lay it on me. How, how do I say it? So let me let me practice, um, which maybe mm -hmm. that's insulting because when I think about it, if I went to a new country and I was like trying to embrace that culture, or, like hang out with a bunch of friends from that country. And they had some sort of, like, fun pronunciation of my name that was, like, more their style. Yay. Like, yeah. Like, I'd be like, heck yeah, call me that. Like, this is fun. Um, but, uh... Yeah. I guess it's kind of a two-way street, though. Because then, I guess they're trying to embrace all, our culture, but then you're also trying to embrace their culture. So, I think it's just, yeah. like, mutual respect there, maybe. Yeah. But anyhow. I will say, uh, I one time, one time I met a French person at a party when I was uh, in Cincinnati. And they said their name, and I was like, oh. And then I repeated it back, like with their accent yeah. and they were like that was perfect <laughs> like they're like do you speak french i'm like no i just tried to make it sound like the way you said it yeah <laughs> so it's like i like when people have a name uh yeah like a foreign name to try to like use the accent too yeah like i so, don't know sometimes i feel insulting anyway. but like i generally try my best um what was it i my i have my one friend who's a uh, laura but she's hispanic so it's like when she says it or like her family says it, it's like lauda yeah so then I always say it that way, and she was like, oh, I, I think it's so mm -hmm. cute that you, like, say my name the right way. And I'm just like, oh, well, you, you said that's how you say it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, anyway. I worked with a girl once who was Maria, but she was um, Hispanic, so it was Maria. Yeah. So, yeah, just stuff like that. Anyhow. Or no, maybe it was Maria. Maria? Ma I think it was Maria. Yeah. But it was spelled Maria. Anyway, it was fun. Yeah. People's nice. names. Cool names. Yep. Anyhow. Number four. Um, or three. Jay, was the song used as a guide to scat your way off episode 95, Putting on the Ritz? It had to be. Um, I'd have to listen back, but I think it was, because I re rediscovered that song recently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a, gu a good ear. Wow, see, see, I'm always just impressed by your scat, because I don't know any of the songs that you listen to, <laughs> but now someone's going to be able to call you out. It, it can be like a game, like, what's that Pokemon? It'll be like, yeah. what song is Jay scatting this week? Well, that's the thing, is like, if I can remember a song in time, I usually like to do a song, because if not, then I just face panic as soon as I start, and I just need to try and make something that sounds 
intelligible. Yeah. But yeah, I feel anyhow. Um, four. I think all the willies are waiting with bated breath to see a pic posted to the show's Insta of Jay wearing the Canadian tuxedo, straw hat, and earrings. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> I don't have my own straw cowboy hat, so I would need to, like, borrow it, I guess. But I think... You know, maybe that would be a thing to do is like post a picture of that outfit with a link to that episode cuz apparently yeah, dad was maybe like we should, dying we should, at that episode. <laughs> yeah, we should start posting like relevant pictures of things we talk about on the podcast and then linking the podcast. How have we man, not come up with that? Who would have thought the, about that, man? <laughs> you're the you're the head of marketing over here, Jay. I feel like marketing done right would be far more <laughs> legwork than the editing department. In my defense. <laughs> yeah, it, def- it definitely would. <laughs> hey, but, I'm uh, making improvements over here. I'm making yeah, incremental yeah. gains on you our You found out sequences. how to automatically take out all the silence. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow, all right, five. I almost forgot. I'm not surprised you didn't remember what intarnation I was talking about when I signed off my email with, unless otherwise pacified, since it had been about two years ago that Brian was talking about the coworker who always said Pacific when he should have said specific. <laughs> Plus, it didn't help that you stopped signing off the show that way and now consistently say unless otherwise stated. It was too big of a reach. Huh. Okay. Oh, did we un I mean unknowingly change We use a strong word, Brian. This is this is on me. Um Oh man. Like, cause what is it? It's like until the end of next week unless otherwise noted. Do I say it unless otherwise stated? I feel now I'm wondering if I've said like four different things this whole time. You might have. Oh no. What do you think it is? Like, okay. are, if you had to picture, I think unless mind, otherwise, though. I think you usually say otherwise noted. That's what I think. But you I'm might gonna... have initially said otherwise specified. I don't know, but uh, um, yeah, that the person that says uh, Pacific was at Hatch two years ago, and I was reading through a procedure today. And or not today, but I was reading through one of the procedures here, and there's a note that says, "Note the like the lifting lugs on this strong back must each be placed in a Pacific location." <laughs> it says that in the procedure, and I was like, "Oh, Hatch, I missed you." <laughs> That's funny. Um, Pacifically. Anywho, keep doing what you're doing. It was good to hear that both of you are feeling better after all the stress of the last few months. I'm trying to catch up with the old eps while staying up to date with the new ones, as of the something salty episode. But I'm only up to number 36, so don't be surprised if you receive some more emails referring to things you do not remember at all. In anticipation, in anticipation of your valued response, Carmen. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm glad she's catching up. I'm happy to get emails about old uh, topics because yeah. we're 100 episodes in now, so we've basically talked about everything there is to talk about. So we're going to have to revisit some things. Yeah, I'm like nervous anytime somebody says they're starting at the beginning because I'm just like, what dumb things have I said over... Like at least a hundred and like thirty hours of content. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you can't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun. You know, it's we gotta <laughs> we gotta stand by what we what we said. You know. Um, yeah. If there's one thing we're about, it's never changing our opinions on things. It's yes. you form your opinion and then stick your heels in the dirt. Yep. Um, what do you think this one is? A got it, thanks. A thank you, or a got it? I think uh, I got it, thanks. Got it, thanks. All there right. And then for this one, then we have a highfalutin postscript. Oh, geez. Where Carmen writes in again and says, Forgot to mention that when I was looking up the derivation of the word highfalutin, I stumbled across a story about a cheerleading coach in Texas who was fired after record after a recording of her calling her team highfalutin heifers surfaced. Heifers or heifers? What? H-E-I-F-E-R-S. Highfalutin heifers. Like heifers. Yeah. 
I don't know what that means, but apparently it was uh, it was rude enough to get this cheerleading coach fired. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I wonder what kind of school district she was coaching in. It sounds like it was pretty highfalutin to me if that she got fired over that. Yeah, I wasn't listening to I you. Do. I, was, I was desperately thinking of a song to scat. i was gonna say i do speaking of words right below my list of hundreds of things i have my list of favorite words that i came up with so uh, so we can do an episode on that yeah um and i also have some of my least favorite words so Mm. now that we've got through eli the army guy in our uh century special i'm thinking next century words yeah so all of you willies out there send in a list of your favorite words yeah. Um, or your least favorite words and why and maybe we can get to some of those on our next episode we record on Thursday nights so get them in before then and I'll look forward to hearing from you oh boy. good night <laughs> well anyhow um, if you want to email into the podcast you can uh, email us at weeklywilsonpod on gmail, at gmail.com on gmail.com go to gmail.com and find weeklywilsonpod um, uh, you can what did tweet you say last show? week? <laughs> At email.com or something? I forget. At google.com? I don't know. Some dumb. <laughs> but you can tweet at the show at Weekly Wilson Pod on Twitter, or you can check out our Instagram at Weekly Wilson Pod on Instagram. Um, but thanks for listening for a hundred episodes. Here's to a hundred more. No, a thousand more. All right. That's it. <laughs> we'll stop at 1100 episodes. <laughs> um, but. Until the end of next week, unless otherwise pacificized, my name's Jay Wilson, his name's Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Should we make, like, a 100-episode sticker, or like a badge? That we can give to people once they've listened to all 100 episodes. Ooh, that sounds like something that Aaron could do. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Get on it, Aaron.